Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Adam. How's everything in the land of solar this week? Oh, it is always exciting, always interesting, always something going on, that's for sure. I know. You say that every week, and it turns out to be true every week. Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of the, the reason why we do the podcast, because there's there's just so much changing, so much... Uh, boy, it's, it's, it is unbelievable what happens just in a short week. <laughs> as, as we've seen, you know, uh, it was very funny because I... Uh, Booked finally, you know, Israel's been on my list of places to go for it's been oh. on my bucket list for, what? for years. Oh, no. So we, we booked a trip to go out in March. Uh, oh. And then two days later, war breaks out. So that's non-refundable deposit, my favorite. Oh, hey. So you're the cause. <laughs> you're the cause of all these problems. I'm the cooler. I'm the, <laughs> so wherever you go, I'm the vacation cooler. Oh, boy. But in, so there has been so many solar innovations that have come out of Israel. Really, uh, I thought I would just talk about a few of them today, and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing that it feels like you know once I get through, it's going to feel like hey, California got a lot of their ideas from from uh, Israel on uh, the solar, or, you know, or maybe the other way around. But I think Israel had these ideas first because crazily, you know, Israel is surrounded by nations that have plenty of what, Adam, oil. Oil, and guess how much Israel has? <laughs> Almost <laughs> zero. <none>. Okay, <laughs> exactly. It's hilarious. Oh, boy. So they have some natural gas, but what they have a ton of is solar power, mm. and so they have some amazing uh, solar potential, and they have a very small footprint. And so just this year, uh, there is a new. Uh, hopefully California adopts this, is that uh, they want to cover every rooftop with solar. And so they want to get as much solar power out of their limited space as possible. And okay. so they're they're really, really pushing it, really pushing it hard. So, uh, But in terms of innovation, uh, one of the biggest solar inverter companies uh, that almost every solar company, solar installer uses is a company called Solar Edge. And Solar Edge uh, started, I think, about 20 years ago, and their big innovation was uh, the solar optimizer and a very efficient solar pan, uh, solar inverter. What okay. the solar optimizer does is it regulates the voltage. So essentially, if shade hits one of the panels, solar panels, it does not affect the production of the other ones. So it made hmm. each panel independent, and then you get the most out of this system, uh, in terms of solar yield, than you do with any other system, and so makes sense. Awesome, it is. Yeah, um, they're also they're starting to put lots of solar on uh, ponds <laughs> and Whoa. reservoirs. Yeah, oh, okay. floating solar, uh, and they're also using 
uh, they call this thing the Eye of Sauron, you know, your favorite. Um, <laughs> <So> great. <laughs> from Lord of the Rings. Sure. Uh, but there is an almost an exact similar one in um, the, I believe it's the Mojave Desert in California, where it's a giant uh, solar collector and it uh, heats up water for uh, thermal energy. And so oh, wow. it generates electricity uh, by heating up water, but it's, that's pretty Pretty neat. And then they use lots of uh, hot water heaters, but they use solar to heat up hot water, uh, which is nice. If you've mm-hmm. ever been to Mexico, they basically put a big water tank on the roof that's black and that heats up the water. But in oh, Israel, okay. they have uh, solar panels that actually heat it up. So that's pretty cool. Okay. Um, yep. And lots and lots of uh, innovations in terms of uh, making solar panels more efficient and increasing the output come from Israel. And uh, Israel works with a lot of different uh, nations as well to uh, get that it's not really as much of a, you know, this is our innovation and no one else can use it, but it, it's it's really cooperative. And so uh, there's lots and lots of uh, innovation. And one other big one that they're working on is a kind of a, a con, convex solar collector. So most okay. solar panels are nice and straight and right. like a big rectangle. Uh, what they're making is a like a, a half a sphere of solar panels, and then it's a reflective dish. So as solar energy reflects on one surface, it's reflected back to another surface inside the solar panel. So it's uh, a lot more output in that, uh, but oh, wow. can't fit as many. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's like an umbrella cool. or something like that? But It looks huge. a lot like an umbrella, yeah. And it, wow. it, it turns with the sun, too. So you can get a lot of power out of a really small uh footprint although not you know it's these are very functional not a lot of uh pizzazz to them <laughs> so I mean, it's a it's a good idea that that upside down umbrella right that's what mm-hmm. I'm, I'm picturing yeah definitely and lots of solar plants uh that were built by uh pg e and southern california edison the solar panels uh came from uh israel and there are these the, the convex uh, i believe they call them concentric solar panels and mm-hmm. so they're they're using those to generate you know megawatts of power and and uh, just tremendous amounts of electricity from these uh, solar arrays. So that's pretty cool. Um, wow! Wait, so PG&E has actual solar? <laughs> Can, huh? Yeah, they build. I don't their know own if I've ever farms. heard that. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they build their own solar farms. Wow! And they they generate their own electricity. But a lot of times they will contract with a property owner, and then. The property owner has to build their own solar farm and try to sell the power back to PG&E. It doesn't quite work out that way, so it's uh, not not great. Right. I, <laughs> I thought that's how. I did not know that PG&E actually owns their own solar. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. They have big big solar farms and mm, uh, that okay. generate power. And so, see, yeah. Jamie, they're not all bad. <laughs> Oh, I didn't say they were. I didn't say they're all bad. But uh, what did you tell me right before the right before the podcast? Are you going to talk about the what did you say twenty five percent increase before the end of the year? So yeah, that's awesome. they are lobbying for that right now. Mm. I think. Well, that's I one saw... thing we can always death taxes and PG&E increasing electricity. So yep. electricity rates. Wow. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's. Uh, uh, they're also the Israelis are kind of pioneers in the microgrid technology. Mm, and what's that? What that? <laughs> glad you asked, Adam. Okay, it's a uh, so 
right now, like uh, in distributed power, the solar panels collect power, they send power back to the grid, they might send it back to their own battery system for later use. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what a microgrid is, is let's just say you have a housing development and uh, it's essentially one off-grid system for the entire development. So uh, every house has solar, you know, there might be a central battery system, but uh, people would draw off of that battery when they need power and they would uh, produce their own power during the day when they need it. So it's kind of off-grid and out of uh, PG&E's uh, Eye of Sauron. So <laughs> how, Wait, so how common are those here? Uncommon. Uh, yes. Because uh, they, in California, it's, it's very seasonal. And so, uh, you know, summer months, fall and spring, we generate pretty good power. But in the winter months, we lose a lot of that. And in the Middle East, they have sun all the time, <laughs> so ah, they okay. can produce power all, all year round, and so it's it's pretty cool. Um, that is neat. Yeah, I, I'm, yep. I was just I'm, I think I've never. I'm sure it does rain there, <laughs> but it I, does. Yeah. When when I imagine Israel, I do not imagine rain. No, and uh, <laughs> that is absolutely correct. So they they realize this too. So they have been the pioneers in desalinization water plants. Wow, and so yeah. they pull water from the ocean, desalinize it, and drink it. And mm. uh, there is a uh, desal plant in Carlsbad, California, that was built by an Israeli company. And so that, uh, these are, of course, they're insanely expensive because mm-hmm. pull water out of uh, the ocean is really difficult. And then you have so much salt that's pulled from it is like, what do you do with all the salt? You can't just dump it on the land because then the land is unusable. Right. <laughs> so, uh, and so they're, you know, they're working with that and, and they put it on a barge and they bring it out to, you know, yeah. five miles out and dump was, it into, back into the ocean. I was thinking, <laughs> so, why don't you just uh, make a, a pipeline of salt? I think so. I think that's and, uh, Antioch, California actually is working sure. on their own desal plant because the water that comes from the Delta is clean uh, fresh water, but mm-hmm. then it intersects with salt water that comes in from the San Francisco Bay. But right in the middle is this brackish water, and it's not as difficult to desal brackish water as you can imagine as it would mm. be. And you know they can pull as much water out as they possibly can, and this will be really critical to uh, help defend against future droughts because California, we had a tremendous amount of rain last year yeah. and now everyone's, Oh, is it going to be like that every year? And yeah. uh, nope, it's uh, we're back to back to probably drought this year, but uh, the desal plants will certainly help and uh, certainly produce clean drinkable water uh, for the foreseeable future. But it, it, you are, you are correct that it is very expensive. So, mm. uh, but it is uh, these gigantic desalization plants are, uh, Kind of the future for California and for places that need, you know, uh, New Orleans, for example, that needs clean water, and it's and uh, based on technology from Israel. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Exactly. So, yep. Um, but yeah, uh, did you want to talk more about the uh, <laughs> the twenty five percent increase, or should we? Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about it next week because yeah. we don't know. I mean, uh, from what I know, I just briefly saw an article and I just went, "Oh my gosh, I got to talk to Jamie <laughs> about this one." Uh, but yep. you're right. I mean, it, it it seems once a quarter, PG&E comes out and says, "Hey, we need to raise prices again." Oh so, yeah, that, it's good to be good being a monopoly. Sure. Well, I mean, yeah, it'd be great. 
if I can Who's going to stand that? in your way? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, the CPUC, Jamie. Oh, yeah. They're supposed to, they're supposed to stand in their way. Who's auditing the C CPUC? Oh, Adam? I don't know. Al Gore? I don't I mean, know. <laughs> I mean, a task force. So uh, uh, yeah, they enter making 20000 a year, and then their net worth is $200 million by the time they leave. So Wow. I don't know that. That's just me making, <laughs> making a joke, everybody. Not, that's not how it is. I know Adam's going to run out and write an article. But in any event, that's where Jamie. we'll leave it today. Okay, we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you for taking a few more minutes out of your week to learn a little bit, little bit about solar. As Jamie always says, there's always something going on in this land of solar uh, in California and uh, beyond. And we're the tip of the spear here in California. So as we, as solar and electricity, all that, the, these issues go in California, every electric company around the nation is definitely keeping their eye on this because if California can do it, then so can we. Yay. <sighs> anyway, if you have a question for Jamie for an upcoming episode, you can go to our Facebook page. Straight Talk SolarCast, send us a message through there. And if you have a question for an upcoming episode, you can go to our website, solarharmonics.com, and you can check a library of our past episodes and send us a message after that. If you have a if you have a friend who is considering going solar, this would be a great podcast to refer them to because it will save them thousands upon thousands of dollars over the life of their system, and they will love you forever. So what better friend is that? We always ask. I don't know. Until next time. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.